0: The following presentation is brought to you by The Realm Network. This is Vince Russo's The Brand. Chicken heads, chicken feet. Chicken eggs is all I eat. Chicken eggs every night of the week. a Chicken head and chicken no, tandy, beans. no potatoes, no lava juice. Chicken eggs, chicken feet. A chicken neck is all I eat. When I come home from a hard day's work, my house is in a wreck. She's standing by the kitchen stove. Hello, everybody! Cooking, some chicken neck. Chicken head, chicken feet,
1: a chicken eggs is all welcome, I welcome, eat. Welcome, welcome, nice welcome, dinner, welcome, welcome, welcome to a bucket full I of chicken necks. Cause
0: on the weekend when I get my check, she builds a fridge and then I put up next. Chicken head, chicken feet, a chicken eggs is all I
1: eat. Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Donnie and Wani. This is a bucket full of chicken necks, and this is going to be a very important show. I got a very big announcement to make today, bro. Something that is going to change the very world uh, that we live in. Something I'm excited about. Um, something that's going to be a great challenge, something that's going to be a great journey and a great ride. You know, bro, at 60 years old, and I recommend this to everybody, at 60 years old, man, I'm still getting out of my comfort zone. And uh, I love getting out of my comfort zone, bro, because w- w- when you get out of your comfort zone, it means a few things. Um, You know, number one, there is definitely fear involved um, because you're about to tread in places that you're not used to treading in. So there is a lot of fear, cautiousness, the fear of the unknown, bro. You just don't know what that's going to bring. However, when you realize that the only way you grow is to step out of that comfort zone then it is worth the fear. And that's why I like getting out of my comfort zone, bro, because when I'm out of my comfort zone and there's a little fear involved and I'm learning something new and I'm rolling the dice and I'm taking some chances, I know I am growing as a human being and I never want to stop growing. You know, bro, it's funny because I was in an industry for a very, very long time That has stopped growing. And that's why I don't I I don't feel myself really a part of that industry anymore because I feel like that industry hasn't grown. I feel like that industry has been stuck in the same place for decades. And I feel that I want to keep rolling rolling and rolling and rolling and going and going and going and going. But along with the fear also comes, I know there's going to be a lot more work involved. And that's where the balance has to come, bro. Because, um, you know, I tell you guys all the time, the older I get, um, I want to enjoy life more. Um, I don't want to be working all the time. I don't want to be stressed out at all. I want to be stress-free. um, And I don't want to constantly be working. But uh, this is an opportunity that, isn't only important to me, I think it's going to be important to a lot of people. Um, and I think it's very important as far as myself and my beliefs and maybe a legacy uh, that I would like to leave behind. And I'm going to get into that in a few minutes. Um, but before I get into that, a couple of things I want to talk about. Bro, am I the only one? A lot of you guys that are married out there, I don't know if this is just me or if this is women in general. And I know right now I'm live on twitch.tv forward slash Vince Love. I know Lacey's on here. Uh, Lacey's a female. I don't know if there's any other females on here right now. I see a lot of guys in the room. We've got a big sausage party going on here. Bro, when your wife wants to make a point to you does your wife keep beating that point over the head until you either want to throw her out of a moving car or you want to throw her off the roof of your house or you want to run her over with a lawnmower I could think of a million things I would love to do with my wife when my wife makes a point. Troy, thanks for the bits. My wife makes a point. I get the point. I heard the point. I understand the point. But then bro, my wife harps on it and harps on it and harps on it and har- bro, you know usually you got that mechanism where you know when you've pushed somebody enough. You know when you got somebody right up to that brink. You know what I'm talking about, bro? But my wife is relentless. She never knows when she's made the point. She's got to tell me over and over. And I'm not talking about for an hour or two hours. I'm talking about for years. For years, she is bringing things up. One time. You only got to tell me one time. Remember Al Pacino and Scarface, Tony Montana said, one time. One time. You just got to tell me one time. All you got to do is tell me one time. My wife is a hopper, bro. Over and over and over again. I got it 15 minutes ago. Is this a woman thing Am I allowed to say that? Is this a female thing? I know I'm not allowed to say is this a girl thing? Is this a woman thing? Man, make your point and get out. You don't need to harp. Sometimes I need to put my wife in a place. Guys, I'm going to tell you about the last uh Oh, I don't know. 10 hours Bro, the Giants yesterday got Coors Field fielded again. You know what Coors Field it is, bro. Coors Field it is. When there is a game at Coors Field, you never have enough runs because, bro, with the um um with, with the elevation, the ball carries. No lead is ever big enough. I've been in Coors Stadium when the Rockies have overcome monumental leads by the Giants in the ninth inning. I've been in the stadium. It has happened to me while I'm there. It always happens, bro. Every time you go into Coors Field, there's going to be that one game. So yesterday, the Giants got a doubleheader against the Rockies. The first game, they scored 10 runs in the first inning. And then Tapia, uh, in about the fourth inning, hits a grand slam. I, I mean, thank God the games are only seven innings, but he hits a grand slam. So now the score is 10-4, and I'm like, uh-oh, bro, we're going to get course fielded here. We're going to get Coors fielded here. I could feel it. A 10-run lead isn't enough. Giants tacked on a couple more runs. It was only a seven-inning game, so they win the game 12-4, uh, to four, I believe. So now, bro, I'm getting ready for the second game. I want this sweep. I want the sweep, bro. Giants take a 2-0 lead. Rockies tie it 2-2. Giants go up 4-2. Giants go up six to two. So now it's only a seven-inning game because we're playing a doubleheader. So by the fifth inning, now I'm counting outs. All right, bro, we got to get nine more outs, and we got this sweep. Nine more outs. I'm counting down the outs. We get through the fifth, six to two. We get through the sixth, six to two. We get to the seventh inning. Guys, I start dozing off. I'm dozing off, I'm dozing off six- uh six to two. We need three out, three outs. I'm dozing off, six to two, three outs, Dozing off. Guys, I wake up. It is six to five. It is six to five. Rockies have a runner on first with two out. Here we go, bro. The Coors Field is coming. It's coming for you, Vince. That damn Coors Field, it's coming. I feel it coming, bro. So the Rockies knock out the Giants' closer, Jake McGee. Knock him out. They bring in a young kid, Duval. Man on first, two out. Duval's batlin, 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 who was up. I think it was McMahon. I think McMahon was up. McMahon hits a little fly ball to right field, bro. Little fly ball, but it drops in. It drops in, bro. Little fly ball. Nothing behind the fly ball. It drops in. Now we got first and third, two out we're clinging on to a 6-5 lead bro you got to understand this while i'm watching this i know the outcome of this game i i've i've seen this a million times i know the outcome of the damn game bro it's just a matter of time so this young kid Duvall, is battling Charlie Blackman, We go 3-2 on Blackman, Blackman hits a three-run homer, Rockies win 8-6, six runs in the bottom of the seventh inning, we can't even make a comeback, it's a doubleheader, bro, there's no eighth, there's no ninth inning, bro. So now the game ends at about 1030-ish, and I am totally, totally effing disgusted. I don't know how a baseball team can do this to me and how sports can do this to me and how the Giants could be doing this to me for decades and decades and decades and decades. I say it so many times. I can't go out on the field and play for these guys. I can't pitch to Charlie Blackman. I I am at their mercy. I can't I'm not managing this team. I'm just a fan of this team. What am I supposed to do? And I always think as the years go by and I get older and older and older and older a loss like this isn't going to bother me. No, it killed me. So now I'm up. And now I'm going to seek revenge on a playing field where I have some control. Now, I'm going to go to the brand fantasy baseball leagues, and I am going to craft my teams, and I am going to manage my teams, and I am going to pick up people and drop people, and I'm going to slay everybody because I've got control over my fantasy baseball teams. And we found out last year, bro, in one of these leagues, there's a team called Oy Vey Sports. First of all, the Oy vey was taken from me because I say Oy vey a lot. So this person is guilty of gimmick infringement. So I am going to say right now publicly, I want the name of your team changed or I'm coming after you. Oive Sports. Oive is my term. I own Oive. And I don't want my nemesis using Oive. It was taken by Stern Lion Rattan. You're right, but Lion Rattan. I gotta be honest with you. I didn't. I I I was saying oy ve like literally before Stern was saying oy ve. Oy ve is something I've said a lot, and I know Stern. It was part of Stern's show, but I wasn't gonna stop saying oy ve because Howard Stern said oy ve. But oy ve um is something that i have said for a long long time i've said oive oh, Priestern. uh you got to believe me on that so oive first of all change the name of your team you're not allowed to use oive that's gimmick infringement Friend, only friends can uh, rip me off so guys we learned last year let let me set the rules for you again When the games start playing, all the players are locked. So in other words, a guy like Brandon Belt yesterday gets 22 points in the doubleheader. That's a lot of points, bro. A guy hit a couple of homers. So I know... Belt got 22 points. I know Brandon Belt is a little, a little hot right now. I know you got to look for every advantage. So I've got to grab Brandon Belt when the waiver wire unlocks. And when does it unlock? It unlocks at 12 midnight Pacific time. 12 midnight. Now the waiver wire is open. That's one o'clock. Mountain Standard Time. So, bro, last year, this OIVE Sports was on the waiver wire every single day at 1 a.m. in the morning. I cannot tell you how many players OIVE Sports beat me to plays I wanted to pick up for my team. Bro, last year, I'm telling you, over the course of a year, it had to happen 15 times. Oy vey went on to win the league last year, pissing everybody off. Everybody off, bro, because the only way you stand the chance is you got, you got, to, you got to stay up in the middle of the night and play the Wave of wild. So, you know what, bro? Even at 60, I'm very competitive. And I'm like, Oive, bro, this ain't happening again. And I also found out to boot, bro, Oyve's a college student. He's a college student, bro. He ain't a pro fantasy baseball player like me. He's a college, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. So I make a vow, Oive, you are not winning the league this year. If I if I have to be, what is it, sleep deprecated, then I'll be sleep. I won't sleep, bro. We're not doing this two years in a row. You're not winning this league again. So I vowed. I'll stay up till one, bro. I'll stay up till one, bro. So last night, I want Brandon Belt. And try to follow me here. However, on my roster, I got a player on the injured list that was activated. And Yahoo will not allow me to do anything until that inactive player is put back on my active roster. So I've got to drop somebody and activate this player before I could pick up Brandon Belt. Do you follow me? So in other words, when it comes one o'clock, my hand is on the mouse and I am clicking Brandon Belt at 1 a.m. You understand? I'm going to beat Oyve, but I've got to make a move before. So at one o'clock, I got to activate a guy from my inj- injured list and I've got to drop another guy. Once that's done, then I got to go pick up Brandon Belt because F- uh, Yahoo will not allow me to do that. Until I get the guy off the engine list. So I make the move, bro. One o'clock on the nose. Boom. Drop this guy. Boom. Move him up from the engine list to my active roster. Boom. Go click on Brandon Belt. I mean, bro, literally, it is one o'clock and 30 seconds. I I am not shitting you. It is one o'clock and 30 seconds and i go to click on brandon belt and oive sports already took brandon belt literally bro literally i lost them because i had to make a move prior and i lost 30 seconds listen oive sports i'm telling you right now bro I'm telling you right now, you are not winning the league this year. It is not happening, bro. I promise you, we are not doing this again. I will stay up till one, two, three, four. I will not sleep for days. If that's what it takes, you are not, repeat, are not winning this league for a second year. You're not, bro. I'm telling you right now. So enjoy Brandon Belt because, bro, let me smarten you up as a Giant fan. Belt had a good night. Belt is hot. Belt is a very streaky hitter. But when Belt's not streaking, he stinks. So as soon as this little streak is over, you'll drop Brandon Belt, bro. But in the meantime, you probably dropped a decent player to get him. We do have a free agent acquisition budget, bro. We do. But that only works if, Somebody released a player, not if somebody is on the waiver wire list. You understand what I'm saying, bro? All right, bro, big announcement. Guys, I said earlier on in the show, even at 60, I want to grow. And for whatever reason, bro, that is hard for some people to understand. A lot of people want to keep me in wrestling because they know me from wrestling and I understand that and I get that. But bro, mentally, I moved away from wrestling a long, long time ago. Bro, I'll tell you right now, I know when I moved away from wrestling. I moved away from wrestling like when I made the transition from WWE to WCW, which was the end of 99. And by the time 2000 came along and all the WCW politics kicked in, I knew I was done with wrestling. Bro, do you hear me? 2020, I did not have the passion for wrestling anymore. It just became a job. And that didn't mean I was going to be less effective at my job. When you're, when you're paying me to do a job, I'm going to bust my ass for you and I'm going to do the best job I possibly can. But WCW and the backroom politics, um, bro, it took the wind out of my sails and it really made me see the wrestling business for what it was and the people in the wrestling business for who they were. And at that point it became a job for me and guys, you know, I went on to put in um, 10 years at uh, TNA, you know, working for Dixie Um, and you know, bro, I think I lasted 10 years at TNA for a couple of reasons because Dixie was a good person. Um, She wasn't of the wrestling cloth and you know, you know, I, I had a relationship with uh, Jeff Jarrett. You know, me and Jeff at one time were very, 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 very good friends. And I'm the kind of guy, bro, and maybe it's the Italian in me. I never, ever, ever forget uh, anybody That has helped me out in the past. Anybody that has been there for me. I never, ever, ever forget those people. I mean, to this day, I still talk to many of those people. But in the wrestling business, bro, it doesn't work that way. When you can no longer do something for somebody, you're out, bro. You're out. You know, friendships, you know, in wrestling are built on what can you do for me? Once you can't do something for somebody, the relationship is over. And I think it got to that point with me and Jeff, where I was in a position for many, many years to help him, bro. He was in a position many, many years to help me, but I think it got to the point where I wasn't in a position to help him anymore. And, um, you know, I learned, well, maybe we weren't really the friends uh, that I thought we were. So, bro, I was done enjoying wrestling in about 2000. I continued to work in the industry, bro, for the next 12 years because it was my job and because, like, everybody listening to this show I had a family I had a support. So when I walked away in 2012, bro, you know, slowly but surely, I'm trying to pull away from wrestling. But I know, you know, there are a lot of people out there that subscribe and listen to me because of my knowledge of wrestling. So I really try to... um scale down how much wrestling talk there is. So slowly but surely, bro, I've tried to wean myself off of wrestling while still giving subscribers and fans, and I heard, I, I hate that word, fans, supporters, uh, what they want from me. As I tried to separate myself from the wrestling business, There was one thing I was really, really learning about myself and about the world. And what I was learning about myself was my freedom of speech, my freedom of expression, my freedom of having an opinion, my freedom of being me, my freedom of being unique, my Freedom of being an individual was becoming more and more and more important to me. And I think that happened, guys, because on a couple of occasions, I was kicked off of platforms simply because of an individual who just blatantly wanted to hurt me and wanted to hurt my career. And all he had to do was make one phone call. And the next thing I know, I'm out in the cold on things I never said, I never did. Uh, The platform, and I'm talking about two platforms here, bro. I'm talking about Podcast One, and I'm talking about Westwood One. Bro, all it takes is one complaint. Whether there is any juice behind it or not, it doesn't matter. They won't research it, bro. It takes one complaint, and you're wiped out. And, bro, that extends to advertising. That extends to sponsors. You work your ass, bro, to get advertisers and sponsors. And one person that wants to cancel you makes a frivolous claim and they're pulling their money. Without even researching, looking into it, did this actually happen? No. It takes one single person that wants to ruin you, that wants to ruin your career, that wants to take down your family. One person is all it takes. And your income can be cut off completely your livelihood could be cut off completely. Now, there are so many people that look at Russo's brand platform and like they don't understand how this platform can be so successful. Everybody's trying to do a podcast. Podcasts come and go. Uh, We're about to go into our, I think we're celebrating seven years in May, I believe. Seven years, this month, seven years. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is when my followers and my supporters saw an injustice leveled against me, and they knew it wasn't true, and they knew what kind of a person I was, what did they do? They supported me. And they subscribed to the brand. And every time somebody came after us, it was a blessing in disguise because we grew and we grew and we grew because my followers, my supporters knew I was being targeted. You guys have seen enough of me on here You know who I am. You know my makeup. You know what I'm all about. And you knew it was bullshit. And you did not let them cancel me. You supported me, bro. You supported me on Russo's brand. You supported me on Patreon. So I started learning, bro. I started learning about the importance of the truth and the importance of dignity and the importance of being yourself. And that goes out to each and every one of you out there. You need to be very proud of who you are. You need to know your word is as important as anybody else's. You need to know that. You need to know you're not going to shut me up if I don't agree with you. You're not going to destroy me if I don't see things your way. I've got a brain. I've got a heart. I've got a thought process. I've got feelings. I can make my own decisions. Thank you very much. And you're not going to silence me. That became very Very important to me as I saw person after person after person being canceled. Guys, I lost holy macro sixty no no more than that, bro. I lost about seventy five percent of my revenue from YouTube. Seventy five percent, no explanation. Subscribers continue to go up. Money continues to go down. Why? Because I put that's life on YouTube. And I spoke about my belief in God. And all of a sudden, my money disappeared. Overnight, like that. No other reason. No warnings, no flags, no nothing like that. Because somebody didn't like what I was saying. I've had friends be affected by this. People who have done the show, you know, Ben Hameen, Hameen Media Group, my good friend Razor Fist. I've seen people shut down Why? For thinking differently, for speaking their truth, which they have every right to. And this became very important to me, bro, because I really believe from the bottom of my heart, guys, I really believe that we are all equally important. I honestly believe that. I don't believe one person is more important than another. And I want to make sure that our freedom, freedom of speech, freedom of expression, our thoughts, our creativity, our emotions – I want to make sure that those are never, ever taken away from us. And that was the whole point. I wanted to grow the brand. I wanted to bring more and more people under the umbrella that never had to worry about being canceled for saying something that was offensive to somebody because every everything is going to offend somebody. Every Everybody's going to be offended by something. So I wanted to create a safe haven where you come under this umbrella, you say what you want. You're not going to be canceled. I'm going to stand behind you. If people want to unsubscribe and not listen to you, then that's their right. So with that being said, I wanted to expand. I wanted to grow. I wanted to get bigger. And I found out a couple of months ago that my good friend, who's been great to us, who has allowed us our freedom, uh, my good friend Mark Mark Ronick, Mark owns the Realm Network. And a couple of months ago, Mark told me he was thinking of stepping away uh, because Mark wanted to move on to other things. And I said, so then what happens to the Realm Network? And Mark says, well, I guess it doesn't exist anymore. And I looked at Mark and I said, over my dead body, it doesn't, Mark. You know, you've given me the opportunity to be me. You've given me the opportunity to allow others to be themselves. You've always supported us. This is a free speech platform. This is something I believe in. This is not going anywhere. The Realm network will live on, Mark. So, what, what do we need to do to transfer this network over to me? So, me and Mark talked over weeks, we came to an agreement. And hopefully by June 1st, the Realm Network will now be owned by Vintruso. And by owning the Realm Network, I will have the opportunity to give people a voice in an arena and platform where they are protected, they don't have to worry about this. They say, listen, of course, if somebody says something absolutely outlandish and with zero merit, you know, bro, there are there are people out there that say things and do things to shock people. Yes, bro, you th- th- think. <laughs> think in the wrestling business. Do people say stuff just for shock value? Yeah, bro, that happens. And that's not what I'm talking about here. And if I ever feel one of our podcasters is doing that, I will tell them. But if you are going on to speak your truth and your mind and you need some place to express yourself, then that is going to be the Realm Network. And I'm going to go above and beyond wrestling Russo's brand is going to be an arm of the realm network. That's it. It's an arm. There's going to be many other arms under the realm network, many different platforms, many different arenas. And again, like I tell you all the time, I've been doing this for seven years and I do the things I do for a reason. And it will be subscription-based because that does a couple of things. Number one, we don't have to watch what we say in the fear of one person complaining to us about a sponsor and then them pulling the plug. That is a total waste of time, and that is something I have protected myself from. Those days are over. And number two, by subscribing, you can make a stand and you can support freedom of speech. I support this. If you don't, that's fine. If you don't want to, that's fine. But if you believe in the platform, having the freedom to speak your mind without having to worry about being canceled or offending Margaret in Idaho, then that's what you got to stand up for and that's what you've got to support. You know, throughout my whole life, I have supported things I believe in. With time, with money, with energy, I've supported it. So this is a big, big, big step. I've got to learn the whole process of how running a Network, works, everything. But again, man, I'm doing it because this is the legacy. I am blackballed from the wrestling business because I speak my mind and some people don't like it. You know what? Tough shit. I want to support people like that. I want to support people who have the courage to speak and who aren't muzzled and who aren't silenced by those that think they shouldn't be heard because you don't agree with them. So this is very, very, very important to me. This is a passion play, bro. Very important. So hopefully by June 1st, Realm Network will be owned by Vince Russo. And we are going to expand. And we are going to have a safe haven for free thinkers and free speakers. And at the end of the day, man, I couldn't have done any of this without you guys. When, when they tried to shut us down on numerous occasions, you guys were stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. It was unbelievable. I was absolutely humbled. And that's why this guy will never, ever sell out. The way you stood up for me, the way you supported me, the way you fought me, I don't forget. I don't forget. I am forever grateful, and I am forever thankful. And I God bless each and every one of you for making this possible. As we move along, I will keep you posted to what's happening. If you guys know of any shows that are out there that whose voice needs to be heard and maybe they need a little push, maybe they need a little support, please feel free to let me know. We are going to cover everything. We're going to cover all subjects, everything, you name it, everything. Guys, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you very much. There is much, much more to come. I'll see you
0: next Chicken week! Peace Chicken out She never